0: Your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. It is official. You are an awesome Reds fan because you are listening to a Red-centric podcast when they are not in the playoffs. That's right. It's another year of the Reds watching other teams with former Reds on them. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. And we're also going to talk about why 2020 will not be devoid of the Reds in the playoffs for another year. But before we get to all of that, you really got to take advantage of this Postmates deal. Now, I don't know exactly what time of the day that you're listening to this episode is. Maybe it's later on in the afternoon. Maybe you could go for a snack. Maybe it's lunchtime and you're stuck at the office. Guess what? Postmates can bring it to you. 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. Whatever you're craving, you can Postmates it. Postmates is your restaurant delivery, grocery delivery, whatever delivery you need it to be, service. And you can download the app on your phone today and enter promo code LOCKED ON to get your first seven days of delivery up to $100 for free. Just download the app and enter promo code locked on. Postmates is an awesome way to beat the lines. You don't have to go stand in line, wait at the restaurant with everybody else who's on lunch break. You don't have to wait in long drive through lines. No. Get on the Postmates app and place your order, and your food will come to you. Also, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on. All the many podcasting platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, the Himalaya podcasting app, all of that great stuff. Also find us on Twitter at LockedOnReds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. Even in the offseason, going to give you plenty of takes, baseball takes, some sad football takes as I am a Bengals fan as well. Check out the Lockdown Bengals podcast. They've got really great perspectives on the Bengals. They break down each and every game and tell you why. (laughs) You know, well, what you already know, they're not that great. But Joe Goodberry and Jake Lisko have an awesome podcast. And if you're a Bengals fan and you haven't checked out the Lockdown Bengals podcast, you're missing out. Go do it right after you're done listening to this one. Also, save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone, 513-549-0159. I'm going to try to get to a call or two later on in the show and also get to a couple tomorrow as well. Send over your questions, your thoughts, concerns, whatever you got, even if it's just a goofy question. I don't know. Send it on over, 513-549-0159. So, It's been a nice weekend, you know, got the football going on, got divisional series games going on, lots of drama in the postseason. The NLDS between the Cardinals and the Braves has been very interesting. Most Reds fans are reminding themselves as to why they just really don't care for the Cardinals, all the different little things that Yadier Molina and company have been doing. Nonetheless, that's been a fun series to watch. I don't think anyone would discount that. The very first game was just saw a ton of runs back and forth between the Braves and the Cardinals, and the Braves lost that game, but then they won the next two, and they go into Monday looking to finish off the series and head to the ALCS. And it's interesting to see these different teams that have former Reds on them. You you know, you've got the Yankees. They've got D.D. Gregorius and Edwin Encarnacion as prominent members of the team. Usually in the day-to-day lineup, King D.D.D. doing all right. And Edwin Encarnacion doing his normal, just hitting the crap out of the ball. Of course, so is everyone else on that Yankees lineup. They're looking like a really good, at least interesting contender with the Astros. Still don't think they're going to beat them. I don't know that anyone's going to beat the Astros in this playoffs. They've got everything. Pitching, hitting, defense, whatever you want, they've got it. I think they're going to win the World Series. Nonetheless, I'm pulling for the Braves, and here's why. I would love to see Atlanta do well in this postseason and then mostly because I still miss Billy Hamilton I I was a fan of his I understood why the Reds got rid of him it was necessary they didn't need to be paying you know upwards of eight million dollars for a guy who gets on base 28 percent of the time just don't need to be doing that and really his role that the Braves have put him in is the perfect role. He's a late game sub, whether it be pinch running or pinch hitting in a tight spot where they need to get a runner, you know, get something going with the offense. And then he stays in to be a defensive replacement. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he literally just pinch runs. Like I think it was game two. He came in as a pinch runner. He scored a run and then that was it. I mean, that's that's the perfect role for him. Because he just never panned out as that hitter that we all hoped he could be. But it's nice to see him fitting in well in Atlanta. And also Adam Duvall, pinch hit extraordinaire. Had a home run, a pretty big home run there in uh, game two. Helped them win that game. But just, uh, you know, pulling for the Braves overall. Plus, they're they're not the Dodgers. Uh, they're not the Yankees. They're not the Astros. It feels kind of icky rooting for a favorite. I don't know. As a Cincinnati sports fan, I don't really know what it's like to root for a winning team, so it's hard for me to just pick the teams that are winning. Nonetheless, hope the Braves do well, but it is nice to see those former Reds flourishing in the playoffs, and we're hoping that next season the current Reds will be flourishing in the playoffs. We have just continue to hear encouraging things. I don't know if some of you saw the website known as MLBTradeRumors.com posted something about Boston trading Mookie Betts and mentioned the Reds in a prominent role in trade rumors. Now, I don't know exactly what that means, if it means anything at all. But at least it means that the Reds are being considered in these rumors, which last off season was just a treat in and of itself. But the Reds need to be active in anything. If, if there is a star player like Mookie Betts, and we can debate the merits of Mookie Betts compared to Francisco Lindor, compared to you know other people that are out there, that's for later podcasts. I'm not going to get into it right now. But that being said. As long as Dick Williams and Nick Kroll are kicking the tires on these guys, calling up the Red Sox and being like, yo, what are you looking for? That's all they want. And I'm hoping that they land one of them soon. Here in a moment, I'm going to tell you about, we're going to shape up the roster as it is right now. I'm going to tell you you know, who we're looking at for arbitration, who we've got that could be non-tendered. And some players that will have no options next year. And it could be interesting to see what the Reds do with them. But we do have a little bit of time between now and the next baseball season. Maybe you want to go check out some basketball or check out some football. Maybe you're a hockey fan. The best way to find seats nowadays is digitally. You don't have to go to the box office and get a couple of paper tickets. I know some folks may prefer to have the tickets in their hands as opposed to on their phones. But I'm going to tell you what. Getting tickets on your phone is the best thing, at least for me, because I know that I'm pretty forgetful, unless it's my phone. I always feel weird if I don't have my phone on me. And when you've got the Vivid Seats app, that means you can carry your tickets on your phone. I mean, who goes anywhere without their phone nowadays? Download the Vivid Seats app and enter promo code POSTSEASON. You're going to get your next ticket order discounted up to a hundred dollars the vivid seats app also gives you the ability to earn rewards on your next purchase you get a percentage of the ticket refund or not refunded but it goes into a reward thing and then you can earn up to free tickets along the way if you're like me and you go to a lot of sporting events what could be better than free tickets because you bought tickets already it's like two for the price of one that's not bad at all so download the Vivid Seats app and enter promo code postseason today and it doesn't have to be a sporting event. If you want to go see a live event, a music uh <laughs> best said music concert makes it seem like I don't know what music is. A concert, a stand-up comedy act, heck, if you want to go see some Broadway shows or something of that nature. Check out Vivid Seats. They've got them all on there. And when you get your tickets, they're right there on your phone. Ready to go. Vivid Seats app. Promo code post season. Also, we want to thank today's sponsor, Blue Chew. If you have not already done so, check out bluechew.com and enter promo code MLB. As i mentioned before, Blue Chew is the same it has the same active ingredient in it as Viagra or Cialis, but it's in a chewable form, so it works faster. What works faster? Well. It's a performance boost in the bedroom. Your partner will thank you for checking out Blue Chew. And and when you go to BlueChew.com, you just in, you know you answer some questions, create a profile, that sort of thing. I, uh, it's not weird. You don't have to go any awkward in office doctor visits. You don't have to go wait in line at the pharmacy. No, you go to BlueChew.com, fill out a questionnaire. They ask you some questions, all that good stuff. You figure out if they will prescribe it to you. And once they do, they'll send it to you. And with the promo code MLB, you get your first order free. Just pay $5 in shipping. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Reds podcast today. So let's set the stage for the Reds roster heading into 2020. In the first half, kind of talked about some Postseason teams, I'm watching some former Reds that are in the postseason and talking about Mookie Betts and how it's cool that the Reds are even named as a prominent team in the Mookie Betts rumors, but they're also going to be linked with a lot of free agents because Dick Williams said that it will be a nice increase in payroll this season, and I believe him. Now, I don't know exactly what a nice increase means. I think that's a way of saying we're not really sure just yet, but it will be more. Last season, the payroll was up to a Reds record of $126 million. Uh, Hopefully, a nice increase doesn't mean, well, next year it'll be $127 million. I don't think that's going to be that. I think it's going to be a little bit better than that. And with that being said, there's money to be spent, some free agents out there to be that'll be very intriguing, like Yasmani Grandal, who we've mentioned before, Didi Gregorius, there's even Mike Mostakis, Starlin Castro, Corey Dickerson. Heck, if they really want to go big and, you know, back up the Brinks truck and basically give a blank check to Garrett Cole, that'd be fun too. Don't think they're going to do that, though. There's going to be a lot of teams that want to do that because he's killing it. He's killed it all year. He's probably going to win the Cy Young. It's either him or Verlander. I'm not really sure. It's kind of a toss-up, really, between those two guys. But, man, he's looked good so far in the playoffs for the Astros. But to set the stage for the Reds' roster and the guys that we saw this year, what's their story? First of all, the pending free agents are Alex Wood and Jose Iglesias. We've already known that because there's been lots of talk as to whether the Reds should keep Iglesias. And there's been lots of talk as to whether they should keep Alex Wood. Now, the the thing with this is they're not going to offer – qualifying offers to these guys. I would have said, had Alex Wood been healthy and pitched decently, they might have extended a qualifying offer to him. But he's still not completely healthy. And in fact, if you read different quotes from Alex Wood right now, he still says he's working to get 100% healthy. So as of right now, he doesn't even see himself in that light So it's kind of hard to say whether or not the Reds will go after him. Maybe he's a priority. Maybe he's a fallback option. We'll see. Jose Iglesias, Dick Williams did mention that they might, you know, explore something with Jose Iglesias. Remember, he was brought in as a backup this season. He was brought in under a minor league deal as the backup shortstop, and it just so happened that the injury to Scooter Jeanette in spring training put him into everyday duty and he really took off from there although you know depending on what metrics and things of that nature that you look at it's interesting to see the differences between last year and this year and whatever this isn't a Jose Iglesias episode I'm just mentioning him he's a possible free agent or he is a free agent pending free agent this off season, and then you've got freddie galvis who has a five and a half million dollar club option so the reds the reds don't need any sort of mutual acceptance on that if they want to exercise it they can if they don't it's a one million dollar buyout I, you know he was all right he's okay I, I i really don't know i mean maybe five and a half million is a bargain but we don't want to be looking for bargains. We want to be looking for impact players, and insert X amount of dollars on the do, uh, on the dotted line here. That's not a huge concern of mine. Just as long as we're not going crazy and hamstringing the franchise for years to come. Who knows? We'll see. Arbitration eligible. This is a long list. Obviously, the big one's Trevor Bauer. He's going to get a lot of money, probably around twenty million next season. And you've also got Matt Bowman, Kirk Casale, Dee is another big one. He's going to get a nice raise. You've got Kevin Gossman, who is an interesting candidate, as right now he's making right north of $9 million. With arbitration, he may even get a a bigger bump up in that. We'll have to see what the Reds decide to do with him because I believe they can non-tender him. And then also, Michael Lorenzen, Jose Peraza, Derek Dietrich, they're all still in arbitration. Michael Lorenzen, I obviously expect to get a modest raise, and he's going to stay with the Red. Jose Peraza and Derek Dietrich are prominent non-tender candidates, though. And I don't think any of us would be super surprised to hear that the Reds have non tendered them whenever the time comes for that. Uh, Dietrich was nice. I mean, he was a lot of fun, great clubhouse guy, a lot of fun to root for, had that blazing hot start, and then equally just perplexing stop. It's like he went 0 to 60 and 60 to 0 in the snap of a finger. And who knows exactly why? I mean, maybe health had a big role to play in that, but at the same time, is he healthy now? Maybe he could be that final bench bat, but we'll have to see. I got to believe the Reds probably do non-tender him because even though overall for the season his numbers don't look that great, he probably is still due a little bit of a raise from the, I think it was like $2.5 he made last season. So again, the Reds will have to decide whether or not they want to pay that. I bet they don't. Kirk Cassali could also be non-tendered, just based on what they want to do with catcher. Gotta believe that Yasminy Grandal is going to be a hot target for them once free agency begins at the conclusion of the World Series. And then this is an interesting list: the the players who do not have minor league options, and there are a couple of guys on here that we might be saying goodbye to if for no other reason than they just don't fit into the Reds' future plans. And it's kind of a bummer, because one of them on the list, I have said before, I've told the story before, I have a connection with Sal Romano. He's out of options next season, and we still don't know what we've got with him. He's got games where he is just lights out. He's, He's getting guys out, making it look easy, and then he's got games where he can't hit the strike zone. And I just don't know what the Reds are going to do there, but with him out of options, I think you know he's he's going to be a candidate to try and make the roster during spring training. But I don't think I mean if if, if he doesn't, it's going to be I don't know. We may be saying goodbye to Sal. Also, Jackson Stevens probably not going to be on the roster next year. Kier, Kieri Chiari Maya has been nice, but I, I don't see him fitting in either. Cody Reed, I believe, is going to be on this roster. He's going to be a prominent left handed bullpen arm for the Reds next season. And then of course you've got Philip Irvin and Christian Cologne. They're out of options. And I, I I mean, you know, it's nice to see Cologne there at the end of September, but for the most part, I don't I don't think he will be on the Reds next season as well. And then the other last thing to look at there with uh, the roster and how it shapes out, currently not on the 40-man roster is Tony Santeon and Tyler Stevenson. The, the reason that I bring that up is because if they're not on the 40-man roster, then they are not protected from the Rule 5 draft. And if the Reds want to do that, they're going to have to make some moves, which means they're going to have to kick somebody who's currently on the 40-man roster off of it. Now, it be interesting to see who that is. There's a couple of names that are out there. We might talk about that here in a future podcast. But that's just kind of the picture there. Kind of painting the picture, pending free agents. Uh, you got Freddie Galvis with the option, and then guys who don't have any minor league options come next season, which are going to play a big role into how they fit into the Reds' future plans. Sort of went past my time there. We'll do some listener questions from the Lockdown Reds line voicemail tomorrow. So make sure you get them in 513-549-0159. want to thank today's presenting sponsor, Vivid Seats. Download the Vivid Seats app and enter promo code POSTSEASON to make your next memory with Vivid Seats. Thanks so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Make sure that you subscribe on all the different podcasting platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And I've mentioned the Locked On Reds line number before, 513-549-0159. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to take a look back at some of my favorite moments from 2019 and continue looking ahead to this offseason that's coming up here in not that long. Because like I mentioned, right after the World Series is over, free agency opens up for the Reds and for everybody else. So that's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be plenty of rumors between now and then, plenty of news. We're going to cover it all each and every day here on the Locked On Reds Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Jeff Carr, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.